With the start of the season less than one month away, Sun Devil men's basketball takes center stage on tonight's show. Two former ASU basketball stars will join us a bit later on as we catch up with 2019 All-Pac-12 forward Zylan Cheatham and ASU Sports Hall of Famer Lionel Hollins, who earlier this month earned a world championship ring as an assistant coach with the newly crowned NBA champion Los Angeles Lakers. But we begin tonight with a preview of the 2020-2021 Arizona State men's basketball team, a team that has generated an enormous amount of excitement and anticipation in Sun Devil Nation. And why not? For only the second time in the last 29 years, the Sun Devils this year are likely to be a top 25 team as ranked in the preseason and also to uh, figure to be a strong contender to win the Pac-12 championship for the first time in school history. And here with us tonight to discuss the team and preview the upcoming season, we are delighted to welcome sixth-year ASU head coach Bobby Hurley to the show. Bobby, it's great to see you once again. How are you doing health-wise? How's your family been through this pandemic? Tim, great to be with you. It's uh, It's been too long, and I know prior to the show, we, we talked about those uh, those moments in Vegas, and uh, a lot's happened since then. And uh, obviously just, uh, you know, trying to stay safe, trying to stay healthy. You know, my family is... Uh, you know, we've gotten through it as, as best we've, we, we can uh, just feel very lucky, feel fortunate, you know, with everything that's happened and what's happened to families across the country, losing loved ones, people losing their jobs and just been a terrible crisis for our country. But uh, just feel fortunate and blessed that, that we're even able to take the steps we're taking now and in, in preparation for a season. And I know our guys are, are equally. Yeah, that's very well put. You know, the last time, as Coach referenced, the last time we uh, got a chance to see each other was Thursday, March 12th, in the breakfast room at the Team Hotel in Las Vegas, the morning of what was to have been ASU's Pac-12 tournament opener against Washington State. But we learned uh, moments uh, later in that breakfast room that the coronavirus uh, had forced the cancellation not only of that game, but the rest of the Pac-12 tournament, the rest of the college basketball season. But now, Bobby, here you are seven months later. How good it must be for you and your team to be back on the floor with your team practicing for a brand-new season. Well, Tim, there were a lot of moments where you were you were wondering if, if we'd ever get to this point, and uh, it's been a roller coaster ride. Um, initially, it was more of trying to keep the team together as much as possible, uh, via Zoom calls and um, and calls like this and uh, just staying in contact uh, over the phone a lot more than normal because we couldn't meet in person. And that process uh, ran its course. And, you know, when we got to go ahead in late July to, to begin the initial steps, it was, uh, you know, a great feeling to see those guys walk through the door again um, as they each started filtering in. And, just uh, seeing the new new guys get to campus, it's been an exciting process. You know, so much has been taken away from us with our freedoms and our ability to, to be mobile and maybe taking little things for granted that we could do before the virus. It's, uh, it's, it, it makes you appreciate so much more what, what we've been able to do over the last several weeks. And even with all that's going on in the country and with this pandemic still 
there's a palpable sense of excitement and optimism among Sun Devil Nation about your team this year, anxious to see the team you've put together. Uh, you've seen them on the practice floor now for about two weeks. Uh, what are some of your early takeaways about your team? I think just uh, overall, just the, the explosiveness, uh, the team speed, uh, how quickly you know we could get the ball up the floor. Um, if you're if you don't bring your your your, your lunch pail and your and your hard hat to the defensive end, there there's multiple guys that could uh, could make you look bad. So we got you know a lot of firepower, you know, on the offensive end of the court, and it's uh, it's a matter now of, of bringing it all together, convincing everyone to to sacrifice a little bit, to play unselfishly, to share the ball, to uh, just make each other better at that end of the floor. And uh, But overall, I think, you know, as at this stage, you're you're wondering if you're ever going to be able to be ready for November 25th because uh, there's just so many elements of getting a team ready to start a season that, that you're focusing on as a coach. And uh, there's numerous things that I'm talking with Coach Berno, my associate head coach, or, hey, we haven't really gotten in enough uh, out-of-bounds plays yet. What about our press break? What about side out-of-bounds? And, uh, you know, are we going to uh, focus more on some some other defenses to give a different look? So there's just so many things that you're trying to throw at this group, um, you know, with, with not uh, the usual offseason. So we're trying to work through a lot of these things right now. Is this your most talented team, do you think, Bobby, of the six you've had here at ASU? Well, I think this this team is pretty unique. I, I um, you know, the last three years have been pretty good years. You know, we've had some some good success, and uh, certainly we we have a, a lot of talent. We got a, a unique again mixture of uh, experienced guys that have uh, been very successful, and you know, we have an All American candidate that's that's played multiple years, and uh, and then we have an infusion of of just some exciting young players and. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, how quickly we could develop our, our cohesiveness and, um, and again, just getting these guys more accustomed to, to playing together with, with some change from, from last year's group. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of playmaking that you're seeing that gets you ultra excited about what the future is going to look like this year. I think there were probably two moments in this uh, past seven months that galvanized a lot of ASU fans in terms of getting them super excited for this coming season. The first came back on April 13th, a month after the season prematurely ended. And, of course, that's the night that heralded five-star recruit Josh Christopher announced his commitment to Arizona State, making him the highest-rated recruit in the recent history of Sun Devil basketball. What was that moment like for you? when you got the word that Josh was coming to Tempe? Well, there were a lot of anxious moments, and, uh, you know, I equated, you know, how I felt leading into Josh's decision, how I felt three years ago when we were, you know, right on the bubble, and uh, we had started 12-0 and and maybe didn't play our best basketball in league play and and had to struggle and wait for days to, to see if we, if we were going to make the tournament. So, the relief that I felt was tremendous. It was uh, such a, a long recruiting process with Josh, and uh, just I, we really wanted him to be a part of our family badly because we think it was a great fit for him, and we knew, you know, what a great family they were, and, and having Caleb for a year just reinforced that even more. And uh, and Josh has been, you know, pretty special already. He's got a great maturity about um, you know what he's doing and how. 
he's practicing and you know hasn't missed a day and has been uh, you know really really good and so we're you know super enthusiastic about that. The second, I think, dramatic moment came in early August when your terrific veteran guard, Remy Martin, announced that he would return for his senior season at ASU after briefly exploring the possibility of becoming available for the NBA draft. Uh, did you fe- did you sense all along Remy was coming back, or were you kind of uh, sweating that one out in the last few moments? Well, I think Remy took a very mature approach to the process. He really like he does when he's with us he he threw himself into that process he wanted to explore it he wanted to get the feedback he he trained extremely hard he kept himself really fit through a difficult time to even train um but it wasn't a typical year for the nba draft process i don't think he got a fair shake to really show nba teams uh that that he was ready to be drafted and uh so as he reflected on that he knew that there were things that he could multiple things that he really still wanted to accomplish here at arizona state and uh and we discussed those things initially if he wasn't getting the type of feedback he was looking for um but at the end of the day um, um, his heart is is really into it i think he he gave that process its full attention um, I know leading into him telling me he was our communication was really picking up, whereas we were checking in more regularly with one another. And uh, so I had a better feeling going down to the wire that it was looking like he was wanting to come back. But again, it was um, I, I would tell him to go if I thought it was the best thing for him. I really believe that that he can enhance you know, his NBA draft uh, uh, stock and also set himself up for, for the future professionally. By, by utilizing this year and trying to maximize it. Coming off a year when he was first team all Pac-12 a season ago, the league's number two scorer averaging 19 points per game, second behind Oregon's Peyton Pritchard. Bobby, what will you be looking for from Remy this year as he hopes to finish his career in style? Well, I think, uh, first of all, it's just going to be his normal playmaking. And, you, Tim, you witnessed so many games down the stretch where he – just made big shots and big plays at crucial moments. And it's always fantastic as a coach to have a guy that, that has been through the, the caliber of games that he's been through, knowing that he's been, a, has got a proven track record of, of, of being a closer late in games. Um, in addition, it's going to be, you know, taking some of our, our youth, youthful freshmen under, under his wing a little bit and, and sharing his experiences and, letting them know what this is going to be all about and um, uh, initially. And then he's going to be the leader on the floor. He's got to make it all work out there and uh, distribute the ball. He's got a lot of you know players that, that he could uh, work with that, that are exceptional to create. And uh, so he's got to you know, walk that fine line of, uh, of creating for himself and then, and then utilizing you know, all the great talent that we have surrounding him. And that's one of his best traits. I've always thought he just seems to have a knack of knowing when he needs to take over as a scorer in a game and when he can be a distributor. And I thought another key moment this summer, Bobby, was when your Pac-12 sixth man of the year, Alonzo Verge, also opted to return to Arizona State. In 19 games off the bench last year, he averaged nearly 17 points a game. That made him the nation's top bench scorer in 2019-2020. Do you plan to bring him off the bench still? Do you see him as a starter? How do you plan to use Alonzo this year? 
Yeah, I think he's, he saw his last days coming off the bench. That, that'd be my guess, uh, Tim. Uh, he's, I think the best thing to describe what I'm seeing out of him is just he's just on a mission. Um, it's as good as I've seen him. Uh, and I thought I, I thought great things of him last summer. But he's, you know, not only his scoring and his ability off the bounce, he's in fantastic shape. Um, I think his leadership and his communication, I think he's more comfortable in his second season with us to to have a voice in our practices and our workouts and, and, and again, reinforcing things from a team concept uh, standpoint that are important to, to get across to his teammates. So he's been more, way more, outwardly vocal than he was last year, which has been a, a really great thing for our coaching staff to, to see him unselfishly communicating with his teammates the way he has. And, uh, you know, there are some wars in, in the gym. I mean, when, when you put the guys that we do have uh, at those three perimeter spots going at each other, it's uh, they're certainly preparing themselves for uh, the start of the season because uh, if you're competing against a Josh Christopher or a Remy Martin or vice versa, uh, that level of competition is going to get all those guys ready to play. No question about it. Say fast purchase one Coors Light 12-pack or larger or one Coors Seltzer 12-pack and any 7.7-ounce bag of Circle K Favorites chips at your local Arizona Circle K and then text HOMEGATE to 313-313 with register receipt to enter to win a grand prize Coors Light RV HOMEGATE experience as well as other prizes. Visit your local Circle K to get all the details. We're just getting started on tonight's edition of the Maroon Monsoon. Former ASU basketball stars Lionel Hollins and Zylan Cheatham will drop by a little bit later on. But up next, we'll continue our conversation with Coach Bobby Hurley as uh, he'll run down the other members of his 2020-2021 Sun Devil men's basketball team. Let's take a timeout now on the Sun Devil Radio Network. You're listening to the Arizona Ford Dealers Maroon Monsoon. Now back to our host, Tim Healy. Hey, Sun Devil fans, join us between November 6th through the 8th to chase down football season with the inaugural Sparky's Race to Kickoff Virtual 5K and Fun Run. Visit thesundevils.com backslash virtual 5K to register. We continue now on the Maroon Monsoon, the Sun Devil Radio Network's Thursday night show highlighting Arizona State Athletics. I'm Tim Healy, your host, welcoming you back to tonight's show as we continue our conversation with Sun Devil men's basketball coach Bobby Hurley. And Bobby, in this segment, I thought we could preview some of your other uh, the other personnel on your team. Uh, we were talking about your amazingly talented backcourt. Uh, we've mentioned Remy Martin and Alonzo Verge and your heralded freshman Josh Christopher, but those aren't the only guards you have on your team. Uh, Jalen House, as a freshman last year, was a defensive demon for you much of the season. Uh, talk about Jalen and how you envision him uh, elevating his game as a sophomore this year. Well, I think Jalen has got to, you know, got to embrace, uh, you know, bringing the energy. That was, I think, he, you know, when he got in the game last year, he kind of really amped up the defense and the pressure and, uh, you know, just picked up the energy for, for that second unit. And, uh, you know, again, just really played extremely hard. Uh, you know, had some good moments guarding the ball. I think he's he's put some time in in the offseason, you know, working on a shot. I, I've noticed, you know, improvement in that area, which I, I think will be will be helpful because, uh, you know, due to his percentages and and some of that was was because the role he was in and not getting huge minutes that uh, he didn't always knock down that perimeter shot, and then defenses were uh, were playing off him some. But 
you know, that, that part of his game, you know, looks far better, but he's still, you know, highly energetic, very enthusiastic, uh, and, and working extremely hard. You added a transfer player in the backcourt and a local product at that one time, Apollo High School star Holland Woods, a first team all Big Sky Conference performer at Portland State last year, where he averaged nearly 18 points per game. What will he bring to your team, Bobby? He's just got a real maturity about his game. Again, another guy that's very experienced, you know, a player at Portland State that was just getting blitzed in ball screens and and facing double teams and uh, was the, the number one guy on every scouting report uh, of all his opponents that, to try and take away. And now he finds himself in a unique position here at Arizona State that he may, he may not necessarily be looked upon that way and could fly a little bit more under the radar, but uh, just has a real stabilizing presence about him and how he carries himself in practice. Um, I think the guys enjoy playing basketball with him because he's very unselfish, uh, noticing a lot of situations where you know, he breaks down the defense and hits the paint. He's got a great feel for where his teammates are on the floor. He's getting he's getting guys involved because uh, you know we we have a lot of guys who could score it, and, and it's uh, it's a breath of fresh air just to see how you know how he's looking to distribute and get his teammates involved. And it's it's going to be a great luxury to have when you could bring someone that's accomplished what he has accomplished at this level in college, you know, averaging 18 points and and leading his conference in assists, and 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 you have him now in your rotation. It's uh, it's, it's a really good thing. We're excited about Holland. You mentioned Caleb Christopher earlier on in the show, the older brother of Josh Christopher. Uh, Caleb's dealing with an injury issue right now, isn't he? Yeah, Caleb had some tough luck. And again, in, uh, in the early stages of, of our workouts and training, he, uh, he fell awkwardly uh, trying to get a loose ball, which, which Caleb you know, is, always, is always a hustle guy. And uh, unfortunately, he, uh, he hurt his, his thumb and had to have surgery. Um, so he was looking at about a six to eight week uh, prognosis. He's already in physical therapy now and working on it. And um, we'll see where he's at in a couple of weeks and reevaluate, you know, when we think he'll be back with the team. Let's look at your inside players now. You know, uh, we caught tantalizing glimpses, I thought, last year of the potential of 6'9", Jalen Graham out of Phoenix's Mountain Point High School. And he figures to play a huge role for your team this year. How do you think Jalen is ready to handle that workload as a sophomore? I think Jalen's approached it like it's an opportunity, and he's he seized it. Um, you know, he's he's grown a little bit. He's put on some weight. Uh, you know, he fits the profile of what we're looking for with this team to have the ability to to play with a motor to change ends of the floor. Um, his footwork has been outstanding around the basket. You know, I, I have great confidence throwing him to the throwing the ball into him on the block, uh, and, and him making something happen for himself or a teammate. Um, and then he's just you know, with our guards, he's going to be able to finish above the rim. Uh, you know, he's a guy that we could throw some lobs to. Uh, you know, in certain situations, and he's just got a unique uh, ability with his timing as a shot blocker, which is going to be important on the back line of our defense to have someone at the basket that could that could confront uh, guys that are trying to get to the rim. 
We talked earlier about Josh Christopher, one of the uh, Sun Devils' most heralded recruits ever. Uh, you've got another outstanding freshman on your team this year in 6'8 forward Marcus Bagley out of uh, Sacramento, California. Of course, he is the grandson of ASU basketball legend Jumpin' Joe Caldwell. What aspects, Bobby, of Marcus's skill set excite you the most? Again, just his, for a freshman, he's he's unique in, in how he handles his business, how he works, how he trains, uh, how he, how his diet, um, working on his body. Um, he's been a guy that is usually either the, the, the last guy or second to last guy to leave the gym after practice. He's in there getting reps, continuing to work on his game. He's got that, that pro mindset that, uh, you know, he's comes from a tremendous basketball family. Um, and, you know, he's he's fallen right into that legacy. He's, uh, you know, he's knocking down shots when he's open. Uh, he's right now most likely our, our, our best athlete uh, above the basket. And, uh, again, he's a guy that just shows up. He's very humble. And, uh, you know, he wants to win. And, you know, you could just see that he's doing things that, that I remember seeing Lou Dort do coming in and, you know, what I'm seeing from Josh, they're all kind of in that, that same category. Wow. That's exciting to hear. Uh, I thought even though his offensive numbers weren't great last year, I thought Tayshawn Cherry as a sophomore showed some growth last year, particularly at the defensive end of the floor and just how hard he worked on the floor. How did you evaluate his play last year? And what are your expectations from Tayshawn this year? Yeah, he made some big plays uh, late in games defensively and, uh, you know, just didn't rely on being a shooter or, or worry about how many points he scored. He, he made an impact getting loose balls, rebounding and, and defending and doing a lot of dirty work. So we're hopeful that, that Tay will, will continue to embrace that approach. And, um, you know, he's had some setbacks like, you know, all the players have with injuries and minor bumps and bruises and things um, that happen at this time of year. But we're, we got a good feeling. We're hopeful that he'll put some of those things behind him. And we're really hopeful that, that he'll be the contributor that he was prior to getting hurt uh, late in the year last year. And your senior forward, uh, Kamani Lawrence. Kamani has had some uh, physical setbacks, hasn't he, in this uh, preseason as well? Yeah, he had a, a minor you know, knee procedure. Uh, about six weeks ago now, um, so he's already almost moving past the uh, the physical therapy standpoint of his recovery and <clears throat> getting closer to uh, getting back out on the floor uh, and starting to do stuff on the court this coming week. So, and he knows our system very well, and he's been through these type of games with me for a couple of years. So he'll have a couple of weeks to prepare and get himself in the right shape, uh, you know, to compete on the 25th, hopefully. Late in the recruiting season, Bobby, you added a pair of big bodies to your team, fellas that I think can contribute for you this year, a 6'8 Ukrainian forward, Pavlo Zuba, and uh, Chris Austin, a 6'9 uh, product of Lee College in Texas. Uh, how do you feel about uh, these two fellas and what they might be able to contribute? Yeah, Chris first has been here since uh, late June, so he's had more time under his belt to really get in our, in our off-season program to the best that we were able to manage that. Um, so he's he's a bit ahead right now. I, I Like, again, another guy I could trust that is in practice every day, that um, understands his role, knows who he is as a player, 
you know, setting really good screens, uh, you know, playing good post defense. Uh, he's a guy that could, you know, maybe like a Daquan Lake, not as quite as explosive as, as Daquan was, but a guy that we could throw it to, you know, throw it up near the basket and, and he could finish way above the rim. Uh, so excited about what I'm seeing from him. He's got a great work ethic, again, a, a very coachable um, and, and a guy that's embraced uh, his role up to this point. So I think uh, he's putting himself in a great position to, to, to have, a, have a role this year. And, and then Pablo is uh, actually tomorrow will be his first day. So we'll, uh, I'll know a lot more about him in the next couple of weeks. There were a lot of obstacles to get him from the Ukraine, the challenges mm-hmm. of COVID and all the restrictions and trying to get a visa and, uh, and then the quarantines for, for international student athletes. So, uh, uh, we're really excited to see what he looks like, uh, out on the floor, hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. He could be a, a big time get for the Sun Devils, a four star European recruit out of uh, the Ukraine. Bobby, before we let you go, the schedule for the coming season, still a work in progress, but today the PAC 12 did announce its weekly matchups and game site designations for the newly expanded 20-game conference season. Arizona State will play two Pac-12 games in the month of December at Cal on Thursday, December 3rd, and home against Utah three days before Christmas, Tuesday, December 22nd. How do you feel about the 20-game league schedule? Tim, I think it makes sense, and especially in this environment with the uncertainty of the virus and the impact of teams traveling a whole lot from from out of region to to come and play and what type of testing procedures they have and um you know i think us bumping that up made made a ton of sense we have a a unified testing program uh the pac-12 does and we were heading to 20 game schedule anyway um this this keeps more of our teams in, in this general area and uh doesn't expose us to traveling as much uh in the non-conference and you know, I think uh, the league is very strong this year. I think uh, the way we were positioned last year as a league, we were looking at six or seven NCAA tournament teams uh, potentially. And and I have a lot of confidence based on what a lot of the programs have returning and, and the influx, again, of some high-level freshmen and other transfers that, that the Pac-12 is going to be equally as strong this year. So uh, we're hoping to maximize and do the best we can with our seven-game non-conference schedule this year, trimmed-down schedule. But uh, it's it's pretty exciting. If, if uh, knock on wood, we could get to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut and, and everything holds together with that event, that's an exciting way for us to kick off our season, getting a chance to potentially play the one and the two team in the country uh, right away, right out of the gate. Indeed, Villanova and Baylor, two of the teams in the Mohegan Sun Tournament, are two expected to be two of the top five teams in the country, and Boston College out of the Atlantic Coast Conference, the other team in that event. Always great to talk hoops with you, Coach. Uh, great to see you. Glad you're doing well. Uh, thanks for the visit, and uh, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon, Bobby. Hey, that sounds great, Tim, and you stay safe and healthy as well. 